Hello, Defenders, and happy quarantining. Uh, this is Andrew Harris. You're listening to Andrew and Andrew on Texas Criminal Defense. And as always, I'm joined by Andrew Decker. Hello, everybody. What's up, man? How you doing? Well, it's April Fool's Day, but our topic, we're not fooling. I uh, mean... It, 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 if you would have said we were recording this six months ago, I would have said this truly is going to be an April Fool's episode, but everything we're going to tell you today is as true and accurate as we can make it on the time of our recording. Yeah, I mean, just like our last episode, the kind of the special edition, um, you know, we knew it was kind of a rapidly developing situation. And lo and behold, man, you know, we dropped the special edition on the 20th of March. On March 22nd, things changed. And kind of like piecemeal, county to county, things are just kind of coming together, um, like, Everybody's got different regulations and restrictions. And different days that they go into effect. I, yeah. I, I told my wife the other day, I guess two nights ago, I said if there were one thing I would change about all this, I wish we could at least get a region on the same date plan. Yeah, well, that would really help. Yeah. Right, because right <laughs> now mean, the state has a date plan. Dallas County has a date plan. Tarrant County has a date plan. Parker County has a date plan. Houston has a date plan. You know, we're all on different dates or Harris County, if you will, or, yeah. or Houston, all of them are on different dates and different plans. And so everything we tell you applies maybe to one person, but not to someone living literally a couple of miles away. Right. So to have one episode that's consistent for the entire state of Texas is impossible. Um, yeah, we can't even be consistent for, for my two offices. Right. No. Uh, yeah. Any jurisdiction that I practice in, there's there certainly is not. Um so I, I hope everybody's being safe out there. We, uh, Andrew and I, are kind of practicing our social distancing, although we are in your in your office currently. We are. We are. Um, we're, we're we may be only five feet apart, but neither one of us are coughing or sneezing. You have we a fever. We haven't shaken hands. We haven't shaken hands. No, no, no fever. I feel no fine. No fever. Right. Uh, it. I, and I appreciate the uh, opportunity to to record this with you because it just gets me out of my apartment. You know, like. I am kind of going a little stir crazy, have a little cabin fever a little bit. Yeah, I'm actually thankful that uh, being an attorney, especially a criminal defense attorney, we're considered an essential service, and we'll get to this in a few minutes. Right. I've been going into the downtown office every day. This is the first day this week I've stayed out in uh, my remote office, um, and we're recording this on March 26th, just so you know, so a moment of silence for what should be opening day. All right, that, that was good. Sports ball? What is, what is this? Major League Baseball. Oh. You know this. You even mentioned it already. <laughs> Go Astros. So um, I'm a Ranger fan. I'm literally wearing a Ranger jersey as we speak. The fun thing about our job, Andrew, is we like day to day, we really don't see the same people. We're not in the same locations. We're in different courts in different counties, uh, interacting with different clients and prosecutors and all that. And so during this kind of like crazy time, this quarantining. Nope, not seeing anybody. Not seeing anybody. Right. And, and that like I go into the office as well. You're going to the office every day. But it's still kind of this like routine, mundane that's just driving me a little bit, a little bit mad. Yeah. And, and I'm sure that those those persons that really are having to quarantine or shelter in place or are not considered essential and you can't go anywhere, you know, like you, when you do go home, you go, hey, we could go out to. No, no, no. no. <laughs> can't go out to dinner. Can't go to the movie. Can't go. Can't go to the gym. But every dog in America is 
tired of being walked. Yes. They're like, yes. just let me stay home. Can I? Yeah. No, that that's exactly right. I took my my little guy out on a walk yesterday, and he's like, "What what's going on here? Why are why are we doing this again?" So uh, I am thankful that at least we as attorneys are essential. We can get out of the office and see clients, and and some courts are still taking dispositions. If you have a plea or you know they're signing motions to dismiss or, or whatever the case may be. Right, you can and get something done, especially if your client is in custody yes. or going to be taken into custody. Uh, most of the courts that I've dealt with are dealing with those clients. Right, pretty much everyone else is being postponed um, well, or reset. Yeah, and and you know specifically in Parker County, just west of Fort Worth, uh, they're starting to do. Uh, online pleas for uh, inmates at the Parker County Jail. So, um, you know, this is the first time for that this county's ever done that. Maybe it'll transform into something we do more regularly. Possibly. And and maybe that'll make it a little easier. I, I'm not real sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be temporary or if we're going to realize this is actually safer for a whole lot of people to do uh, video pleas, yeah. um, teleconferencing, I don't know. It's really hard to say, and it's even too early to say how long this is going to last and if this works. Yeah, well, and, and I know like some jurisdictions uh, do these uh, jail pleas over uh, over Skype or Zoom, video conferencing. Uh, Erath County Court does that, um, and, and I think it's you know I I think it's probably uh, a really good option uh, at least for the jails because you know think about like the transport costs and safety issues regarding that um, our jail is not attached to our county courts at law so correct they have to load them up in a van well uh, even in tarrant county where the where the major downtown facilities are uh green bay is remote and so you end up having to load them into a van move them put them in a new pod then move them in the morning so there's a lot of moving parts uh, to get them into a courtroom for a plea. Right. Um, so it might be easier. Might be easier. We'll see. Time will tell. All right. You know? But but l- l- let's get it really back to our topic. Where, um, uh, so, so most of us are, well, 70% of Texans, basically all the major um, metropolitan areas are currently shelter in place. That's a uh, that's a lot of Texans. Seventy percent, yeah. So out of what thirty million, seventy percent would be two point or sorry, twenty one million. Sh- sure, math guy. Yeah, math guy. I'm the math guy. Uh, you know, I and and again, some of those requirements are just kind of piecemeal. So look at it, you know whatever county you live in, your county is going to have some emergency declaration. I'm sure. Uh, just just be aware of of what that is, what the restrictions are. Is there a punishment? attached to the county's declaration um that's very very important yeah most i think all the local orders i've seen recently since our since our last emergency uh special edition um the local orders have included uh a punishment clause under the texas government code section 418.173 that a person who knowingly or intentionally violates the declaration commits an offense punishable by a fine of up to $1,000 or 
or confinement in jail for a term that does not exceed 180 days. So, as we said last time, it's a quasi-B misdemeanor. Right. For our defenders out there, Class B misdemeanor, punishable by a maximum fine of $2,000 and six months or 180 days in a county Right. So, that's a lesser, it's a lesser fine. Right. Um, Almost uh, to a B. Not quite. Just because of the fine amount is Right. Is so, yeah, you kind of wonder... What's the point? Yeah, <laughs> who screwed that up? Yeah, well, um, yeah. Let's save these individuals a thousand bucks. But I'm assuming it's also probation eligible. Yeah, right. I mean, why wouldn't it be? I don't know. You, uh, you, you heard the question in my voice, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, we'll have to look that up and get back to you. But I, I'm assuming it's probation eligible. And and to be honest, uh, anybody who's charged with this, um, you know, unless you're like actively sick and going around like coughing on people uh which would be a whole i think a whole different right crime. so so i saw something where a gentleman was charged with a terroristic event because he walked into a store and coughed at people and said that he was affected with corona and they charged him with with terroristic threat yeah i i, I mean i could even think that would be um if he oh, actually is infected it could be maybe an assault Bodily yeah. injury, assault, deadly weapon. Yeah. Jeez. I don't know. I mean, well, if it's if he's doing that on a public servant, there is specifically under the assault public servant, you know, using some bodily fluids uh, will get you there. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of crazy time. So, you know, again, just like we were stressing on our special edition, just avoid hysteria. Look, if you if you have to go out, let's just make sure it is in accordance with some of uh some of our you know maybe local um declarations yeah make sure you check your local declaration um it is amazing what is allowable and what is not under the uh, emergency declarations um uh, but but at this point we know as of april the 1st uh through the 3rd uh, the the governor's order lasts that long so only a couple of days after this drops uh no one more than 10 people can gather yeah. Uh, for any purpose, so, so that's part of the reason why the courts have really had to struggle on how do we how do we do court? Because if you think about it, just to do a plea, you've got a judge, a bailiff, a clerk, Mul- probably multiple clerks, maybe. I well, mean, but but at minimum, at minimum, a judge, yes, a bailiff, a clerk, right, a prosecuting attorney, a defense attorney, and the and the one who's who's being pled. So that's six. That right. doesn't assume that there's anyone else in the room. Right. Um, and often there's a probation officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's sometimes an extra bailiff because they're handling, you know, anything else that's going on. Yeah. So now you're down to two extra people and you've suddenly violated the emergency de- emergency declaration. That's right. Yeah. I mean, that this is, uh, this is serious stuff. So logistically, trying to coordinate all of these cases and pleas and everything that goes along with disposing a criminal case, um, it gets very, very complicated. Exactly. It's Did why we I include a court reporter in that? Because sometimes these pleas are on the record. Yeah, if they're on the record, that, that, would, mean, that would put us at like eight or nine, depending on how we were counting. And you can't have people waiting in the hallway, right, to come into the courtroom. Well, it's, I yeah. Mean, that's yeah, still it, a it, gathering. It, it becomes nightmarish, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it's why I have pleas. I have a plea set tomorrow morning um, at nine forty-five. I've never had a plea at nine forty-five, yeah, and we're told 
we were told do not come into the courtroom until 9:45. Um, so you know, I've told my client don't be there any before 9:30. I don't right. know where no. you'd go. You'd have to yeah. stand up, literally stand outside, like yeah. outside, outside, outside. Yeah. Um, and the the orders, the current governor's declaration um, lasts, as Andrew said, until April 3rd. It it could be updated and extended at any point in time. So we're just operating off the information that we have. Uh, at the at the moment, if it does last longer, you know, then we're talking about maybe affecting Easter Sunday, right? So, um, j- just so you know, when we say the one available through the third, that would be Executive Order GA08, which was issued um, on the nineteenth. On the nineteenth, correct. But since then, uh, even since our last recording, the governor issued G809, which is relating to hospital capacity during the COVID-19 disaster. And um, there, uh, this is pretty much all about uh, hospital space. It's it's postponing all surgeries and procedures that are not immediately medically necessary, um, all elective surgeries, um, anything that would basically uh, slow down the ability of a hospital to receive COVID-19 or, 19 or yeah. emergency care persons. And that one is in effect, uh, shall remain in a full effect until 11.59 p.m. on April the 21st. So that, this one goes, well, it, yeah, he, he went a full month. month. He went a full yeah. month. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily say anything about the gatherings otherwise. Right. So... But we have that until ooh. April 21st. And, we and, may and the, just governor, the governor got smarter. Because he, what did he what did he put in 09 that he didn't have an 08 there, uh, Mr. Harris? He, he, he included that punishment uh, clause. clause. Yep. Yeah. So now that we have a clear punishment clause, we know we know. Hey, um, any I don't know. I guess for that order, any hospital that's doing, you know, a cosmetic surgery or anything like that, they're they're you know they're going to be looking at um, up to a thousand dollar fine. Yeah. So skip that days. Botox this week. Right. Yeah. It. That's exactly right. I mean, well, and that that's actually included in, you know, if we're looking at locally uh, for for Andrew and I, uh, Parker County. Right. So we're literally looking at the uh, Parker County civil alerts, um, which includes the the current declaration that was put out by the commissioner's court on, um, uh, what was it, the twenty? Yeah, the twenty third. Posted on March 23rd, um, they may have... And then they updated it on the 24th with, yeah. it, with an interesting update. But, um, yeah, so so you couldn't go and get... Uh, yeah, signed on the 23rd, updated on the 24th with just a slight provision. Um, uh, but you couldn't go and, and go to get Botox under the current restrictions. It wouldn't yeah. be allowed. No, that is that is non-essential <laughs> in the eyes of the commissioner's court. Um, and, but hey, you know, we're finding this on our county website. They had a big banner on the homepage that said, read our, you know, the latest declaration. Go to your county's official government website. Um, call your county. They, you know, those offices are open. They're not open to the public. They're answering phones. So go to your county website and get the, get the information straight from the horse's mouth. You know, you, these are, we have a list of things that are not essential Things like bars and lounges, uh, commercial amusement establishments. I mean, you know, things that you would think like, okay, large 
large numbers of people gathering and just sitting like a theater, uh, gym, bingo hall, stuff like that. When was the last time you went to a bingo hall, Mr. Harris? I was in Houston, living in Houston, so like late 20s. Great time. Great Fantastic. time. Oh, the, so much fun. The late twenties. My late, my late. Oh, 20s. in your twenties. My in my twenties. So I had so just ten so maybe twenty eight. Yeah, ten years ago. All right. Yeah. All right. Good for you. Yeah. Um, but Mr. Harris and I both go to uh, the gym. We both work out. Uh, we yeah. don't work out together, but we both go to gyms. Those are closed. Uh, private clubs are closed. The barber's closed. And Mr. Harris knows me. I like my. I like. I like a pretty tight high haircut. And tight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not quite a high and tight, but it, <laughs> just want to. But You're a tight. Well yes. I, 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 I do keep it tight, but not high and tight. And I'm, I'm in need. I'm in, in another month. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get some dog clippers or something. It's well, gonna be yeah, bad. And if, if y'all have seen me within the past year, you know I, I like to. Uh, I don't mind long hair, so I, uh, I may grow mine out again. Well, I, we you know, ba- when, when my wife and I started dating, I actually had hair long enough I kept it in a ponytail. We're going to post that on the show no, notes. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but even then, I had the side shave because my hair's thick. And so. But you know, you know, the. Oh, that's interesting. Really long ponytail with, with side shave. Okay. Yeah. I, I would, Doc I, Martens? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Big old earring. Definitely ear- find it. Bi- Ladies bi- and gentlemen, I'm going to find a picture. Big old earring. Oh, man. Trench coat. Bandana. Yeah, I was, I was, I was kind of, I was kind of punk back in, back in the day. Man, you're still a little punk rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so we, Andrew and I have not been able to go to the gym, but you know, like, I'm, I'm still not doing what I can to like stay in shape. I'm going the exact opposite. I'm like, hey, man, it's quarantine days. I'm gonna get that gallon of ice cream. I've got the like oven. Ha- hashtag, pizza. hashtag no diet during yeah, quarantine. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, um, so you know. Uh, bathing suit season is coming up. Y'all just, you know, keep it in mind. Like it's hey. going to be rough for all of us. Yeah, yeah, it is going to be rough. Yes, uh, food establishments. Obviously, like you know, hey, you can go in and pick up, and and please, you know, take care. Of, like, actually, do something for your small businesses that are still open that may be hurting. Go and pick up some uh, some takeout. Uh, support those individuals because they are they are going to be hurting. Um, Andrew, so we've got we now have a punishment clause. Um, you and I are considered quote unquote essential. Uh, what, what else would be essential? I mean, right. it's kind of far reaching, I think. Yeah. By the time we read through the essentials, uh, we were like, well, l- 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 let me give you some ideas. So grocery stores and food markets, obviously we have to be able to go and purchase essential needs and all of us have to be fed. Yeah. Um, store selling essential household goods. So, most of those end up being also having food markets or grocery stores in them. Uh, but uh, any place that sells, well, mops, paper goods, um, cleaning supplies, are, so, so your Targets, your Walmarts, your Gibson stores, that's right. Well, Weatherford still has a Gibson's. And it's actually a pretty decent store. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, Pharmacies and drugstores, again, people who need their medications, uh, especially those who, who have prescriptions that have to be filled, need to be able to get to those. Uh, this one surprises me since the schools have been closed. Daycare facilities, most of them are still considered essential businesses and they're still open. Yeah, that is surprising. Um, I wonder... And the reasoning, I saw this. I saw the reasoning uh, in one of the pieces I've read. Believe it or not, we actually do prepare as we stumble along. Um, <laughs> is that it's because persons who have essential jobs may still need provide, may still need childcare for their children. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, uh, but I, I, but I have some friends who work in the daycare industry. And so like, if they have more than one branch, they've closed one or two branches and consolidated, consolidated. Yeah. uh, just because they don't need all the space because, well, if I'm sheltering in place, if I'm at home or my wife is at home, um, we're not going to send our kids to the daycare. Right. And if I didn't have to send my kid to daycare right now, I wouldn't. I mean, I just. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, that I know they have like a natural immunity or maybe have a stronger immune system uh with regards yep. to the covid-19 COVID right but they could still be a carrier um and you know kids are just little petri dishes anyways hey i have kids they're more than just that are they probably okay <laughs> <laughs> so other places that are open uh any any medical dental veterinary facility um the dentist uh closest to the downtown office they've closed uh, but they're only open. You have to call and make an emergency appointment. Right. So no, just going in to get a cleaning. Right. My guess is they're like, we're not taking the chance for our staff or for yeah, the person. Yeah, there in front of an open mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no thanks. I, no I can't. Thanks. Yeah, there are jobs I wouldn't want to do. Exactly. Um, nonprofit ser- service providers. So, you know, uh, the Tarrant County Meals Food Bank, wheels, Meals on Wheels, the Center of Hope, those places can remain open. Homeless and emergency shelters. Whoa, uh, that yeah, that that surprises me because even hotels can't have more than ten people in any gathering space, and most of the homeless shelters I know are pretty rooms. much just rooms. Yeah, yeah. Um, huh. And 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 that is uh, well. Let me say I I feel bad for our homeless community right now because they always struggle, and right now truly. Uh, there's I, nobody out on the there, there's nobody out handing them a little bit, a little and bit and or, and. Yeah, they're, but they're these, seem, these seem these more shelters, highly suspect than normal. Yeah, these shelters do provide a lot of services to our homeless community, um, to the homeless population. They, you know, they provide meals and and some basic medical need, uh, or, or or I'm sorry, medical services. So, um, God bless them. I I'm I hope they're they're all being safe during yeah. this time. Yeah. Uh, office buildings. We're in my office building right now. It's yeah. open. Um, uh, right. Essential government buildings. Uh, that's interesting because you are wonder, there any? <laughs> <laughs> well, the courthouses are still open, uh, mm-hmm. but some of the yeah. the clerks' offices we know have been closed to the public. Uh, you have to yeah. either do it online via email or phone call. Um, airport and transit facilities, but who's getting on an airplane? <laughs> uh, y- you know. Uh, those individuals who need to be transported home, I mean, I I don't really know. I mean, their airlines are still selling tickets. Right. They right. haven't shut down the air, airports or airlines, right? I mean, you could technically, I, I don't know if <laughs> you could go on a trip to Mexico to, you, you love going down to the, I, to, I, to the beach in Mexico. I, so it's my wife's favorite thing. Could you take a trip right now? I would not take a trip right now. Have they closed the borders yet? I, that's something I don't know. Uh, most of the borders have been closed um, to non-essential, uh, and I don't know that I'd become essential because I'm not carrying food, right. health care. So I, I just wouldn't How travel would you get back in. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Scary. Well, I don't know that there. I don't know that I could get out. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, anyway, uh, we're not traveling right now. By um, how are you going to practice social distancing in a that's what metal I was thinking. tube yeah, that I'm, recirculates I'm, the air? 
apparently the filters are amazingly good. Like that's not really the issue. The issue is you're sitting next to someone who's going. <coughs> yeah. I yeah. always, you know, I, I'm always that guy that's going to pick up something after a flight, you know, like a head cold or something. Yeah. Um, transportation systems. Right. I mean, um, that, that makes sense. Well, so. In, a, in so, a city that uses actual like mass transit. Well, but also just transportation in general. Obviously, we've seen some of the hysteria saying that certain counties were closing their roads or closing their county borders. All those that we've seen have been been. Uh, confirmed by like the Tarrant County Sheriff's Department, they are not setting up roadblocks. Yeah, and we had a conversation before we started recording about this. I I understand that we've all got to make sacrifices during this time. I've got some questions regarding these orders and the punishments, especially like the shelter in place, the restriction on travel. I don't think they are constitutional, but I'm not a constitutional law scholar something just doesn't sit right with me. And I, and I think like, you know, Hey, if they were setting up roadblocks, they may, they may say they have a purpose. I just, in Texas specifically, roadblocks are unconstitutional. So I, you know, I would have a question about that anyways. I'm thankful that they're not setting up roadblocks because I would be the first one to get in line to be stopped at that roadblock just to make a scene. Um, you're right. I probably wouldn't. Yeah, honestly. no, I, I'm just um, shaking my head at him. I'm like, no, you wouldn't, because uh, you don't want to pay me to get you out of jail. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I have heard that uh, there, you know, people are being stopped just driving down the roadway, so that an officer can inquire to make sure you have a, an essential purpose or some need to right. be out on the street. But again, as we said in our in our um, uh, last episode, the uh, the um, our, I don't even special edition. our special edition, yeah, right? You Thank go. you. Um, I was thinking emergency. Ours was a special edition. Um, I've heard that, but I've yet to see anyone who says my friend Joe was right. stopped. Yes, I don't. E- I haven't gotten any like anecdotal information uh, even about that. So certainly nothing like reliable. I have seen some news articles that say, "Hey, police are going to be stopping you if you're r- driving down the road." Um, in practicality. I don't think that this punishment clause and all of these declarations create reasonable suspicion that you're violating some law in the state of Texas. So uh, if you have heard that, if that has happened to you, somebody you know, and you have verifiable Or defenders, if you've had someone come in and go, I had someone get stopped for the uh, what's your essential need. Um, we'd love to hear it. Please we email us. Love to contact hear it. us. We'd, ha- at we'd love to have you on. Com. Say that one more time. I was talking over you. Oh, you can contact us at texascrimdefense.com or you go. can find us on Facebook at Andrew and Andrew Texas Criminal Defense. Send us a message on there. We'd love to have you on the podcast so we could talk about this and maybe hash out um, some of the finer uh, finer points of the violations of these declaration orders. Um, you know, and there there are you know. Uh, this is kind of a rapidly developing situation. So even a day after the commissioner's court in Parker County uh, put out their declaration, they they amended it on the 24th yeah, to they, add. They, they Well, first of all, they, they gave us a list of essential businesses. And, and, yeah. and, and by the time we'd read through it, we realized that probably no officer could stop you for lack of, for, for probable cause that you're violating uh, the non-essential business or the shelter in place 
in most places because so many places and offices and facilities are considered essential. Yeah. And, and, and people, yeah. I mean, employee or, or, or uh, careers and occupations, they're all, there's so many that are essential. Right, because if you – any form of public, surf, uh, public safety, um, uh, first responder, they're essential. Any healthcare worker or someone who works in the infrastructure of healthcare, anyone who works in food supply, anyone who works in farming or fishing, anyone that provides food, shelter, or social services, the media – yeah, isn't everybody a member so, of the media now? I mean, wait, look at us. <laughs> right. Uh, gas stations, car and bike repair businesses. And it doesn't say bike like motorcycle. It says bike. So yeah. uh, if you want to get your Schwinn tuned up, that's essential. So I think that keeps my local REI open. Yeah, they probably. Repair bikes. Um, uh, banks and related financial institutions, uh, hardware stores, hotels, anyone who works in plumbing, electrical, Exterminator and other kind of public health safety, you know, because we got to have, yeah. right? Anybody that provides shipping and delivery services, laundromats. Although, ironically, my laundromat closed. Uh, they were planning on closing anyway when they took they, they took the declaration as okay. we're closed, we're going in and doing it. Um, my dry cleaner's open. Well, I, luckily, I know how to iron, so I'm saving a little money. <clears throat> I don't. I, I both don't know how nor have the equipment. Well, you can go to some place that provides home services and buy that and buy an ironing board and an it's iron. True, it is essential that my clothes stay crisp during this time. It's important to buy starch. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but seriously, my laundromat closed. It was random. They don't have to, man. Um, okay. Well, no, they 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 actually are closed. Like like they decided as a family to close permanently. Oh man. And it just happened. They kind of took this as we're going in and doing it now. Okay. Anyway, restaurants, so, uh, but there's a whole lot. But but as Mr. Harith was pointing out, um, uh, legal services are are professional services uh, that are essential. Um, but the county then added a day later, gun stores. Gun stores, super w- important. We're going to keep essential. those gun stores yes. open. Um, also. You'll find that liquor stores, most of them sell some sort of grocery, so liquor stores are open um, because they sell olives. Got to have some olives. Got to have your olives, yeah. And, and maybe some hummus or whatever. Uh, so your liquor, <laughs> your local liquor, liquor store and gun store, they're still open. Praise the Lord. And if, you're, if, if you are in business that supplies one of these essential businesses, you are essential. So... This is actually like these. This list of essential business operations is pretty extensive. It is. It's amazingly long. Yeah. Um. Uh. And so again, I think it would be. I think an officer would be very hard pressed seeing a car at any time of day or night without any form of traffic violation or other kind of uh, legal reason to say that they had probable cause to stop that vehicle for lack of shelter in place or essential business. Yeah, that that that's true. I mean, I I as a criminal defense attorney just can't wait uh until I get one of these cases. Um, well, well, let's rephrase that. We're hoping it doesn't apply that nobody has this problem, but you would be willing to sink your teeth into it. I just can't wait. <laughs> no, I um that that's true. I don't want I you know personally don't want anybody to come in contact with uh, and have a negative 
experience with law enforcement, and I and I really do support our local law enforcement. Um, I just you know I, I'm constantly wanting them to be better and improve and and whatnot, but um, really think that there are some issues with uh, the punishment phase or the punishment aspect of these declaration um, orders or violating these declarations. So I would like to get to sink my teeth into, into some of these cases, but I don't want any, anybody out there, you know, I'm not hoping and praying that people get arrested and violate the law in any way. Right. So, so I'm actually going to, we, we talked about this, this may be our closing topic. Uh, the, the, for example, the Parker County order, no more than 10 persons gathered at any given time in any given place covers Easter Sunday. Okay. Does okay. it extend that far? It does because okay. this one is a 30 day order. Okay. Um, uh, where does it say it? I know it says it in there. Declaration shall take effect on the 24th. And where does it say it? Continues for 30 days. Um, right. uh, well, 30 days includes Easter, Easter Sunday. Yeah. Um, which obviously, if you were of the Christian faith, is important. Um, and it, it, in Parker County, where this declaration takes effect, it's I would say I, I would say that that is by far and away the majority. I'm not I'm not trying to discount any other religion. Um, you you and your own uh, faith tradition may also have uh, important um, uh, worship gatherings that would fall. For example, I know the Jewish faith has Passover coming and some other events. Uh, but so what happens? Yeah, I know that the that. Uh, a few churches have already made arrangements to for for them not to gather on Easter Sunday for it to all be online, um, but I'm just thinking, what happened if if 50 people gathered, you know, outside in the park on Easter Sunday morning? Just, you know, and I'm I'm not trying to encourage that, but I literally think of the constitutional issues of freedom of assembly, freedom of travel, free, freedom of religion, yeah. and then you know. I don't know. So it, it specifically lists worship services on the Parker County Declaration, and right? I, and I imagine that there's a you know most counties are similar, closed for in-person services, provided that this staff can attend to produce audio or video services. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe something will happen, and and they come back and they update it for Easter Sunday services or Passover services or whatever. I I'm not sure. Yeah. And and I I really don't know if. If the infrastructure is there, or, or if there's going to be enough uh, uh, police officers on hand on Easter Sunday to 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 what to sit at the parking lot of each you know church uh, or uh, any uh, church uh, or any, any public church? place, you know I remember as a would youth, that be official oppression of of you know your constitutional rights to practice your religion? I I think so. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I think it calls into a few constitutional questions. Um, but, but, but here's the, here's the real issue. Even though you might get it taken care of under the constitution later, you might be arrested at that moment. Right. Yeah. You could beat the rap, but you won't beat the ride. Right. I mean, there is, that, that is true. They have now included a punishment aspect. So these violations are arrestable. However, uh, I, I just have a real problem. Like, I understand this is a crisis that we've never really seen before, certainly in our lifetime, maybe ever in the history of our country. I don't think... Uh, Literally however, 100 years ago, what was known as the Spanish flu 
And where they in the areas where they did social distancing, they can show that those areas, those cities, had less and recovered more quickly than the cities that did not. Right. So we know this works. Yeah, but I don't know if simply because something like this happens, you can just throw out our constitutional rights um, altogether, just wholesale. So I, I don't know what the answer is. The only thing I can say is, is just be safe and be and be smart. You be level headed, um, and that that may be pretty difficult. I mean, you know, for myself, like I find myself engaging in a little hysteria from time to time, thinking like this is doomsday or the apocalypse, and. It's not, and I know it's, it's probably not. not, right? It's probably not, but it is concerning, and I know it's very scary out there. Um, so just be safe. Well, uh, that's all I can say. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know the answer to that. I don't either. If you do get arrested on Easter Sunday, give us a call. <laughs> yeah. Call an attorney. Call, look on TCDLA's website. Find an attorney in your area. I mean, we are happy to help. Um, with whatever you know, whatever comes your way. Yeah, I, I can't. I totally agree. So, so this what this is our April the first edition. Again, it is not an April Fool's joke. It is surreal, but not an April Fool's joke. You know what I think is probably the the biggest joke to me. I was talking to the clerk at my grocery store recently, and I'm I don't need paper products uh, or anything like that. But I was asking like, hey, toilet paper, you know, any of the sanitary products or the Clorox wipes or anything like that. Are you guys still getting shipments in? And turns out they are. They get regular shipments, but they open every day for the first hour to seniors, which is great. I understand they're, you know, a population that, you know, is probably higher risk. They have more needs or whatever. They they said they open up at 7 a.m. By 7.30, the seniors come in and wipe them out. <laughs> wow. Like, like literally, like, taking all, you know, as much as they can of the toilet paper and all that. <laughs> so if you're engaging a little bit of, like, hoarding behavior, just – just stop, please. That, so, that just, so that so that everyone else can yeah can it, have some. Imagine too. like I don't need any of those things. I'm fully stocked up. But if there are there are those people who do not have uh, those items who need those items. So if you're engaging that, you're 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 assisting in the uh, in creating this hysteria. Um, Correct. So just maybe pump the brakes a little bit. Be careful with it. Yeah. Um, so we know that at least through our April 15th edition, some of us will still be under some emergency orders or quarantines. Um, but I'm hoping that that maybe by that time we'll be looking at how to get out of quarantine. Uh, in the meantime, stay safe. Yeah. Wash uh, your hands. This is the new normal for now. So so just, um, you know, get, get a Netflix subscription and stay home. Yeah. You know, yeah. you defenders out there, you still have an obligation on your cases. So you do. You still need to be working, working them, uh, especially those clients who are in custody who could be getting out of custody, uh, either on a PR bond, right. on the COVID nineteen. Uh, some of them are being released a little easier uh, if they could be given credit for time served. I've seen some judges be very generous uh, in the yep. last week. Basically, kind of the the risk of Just being in custody is worse than the risk of them. Right. Uh, being out yeah and I, yeah judges understand they don't want to stress their jail population uh any more than it already is so right um anyways y'all be safe be careful uh stay you know stay level-headed stay calm um stay we'll, six feet apart we will get through this together um if you have any questions as always feel free to reach out to us our website you can contact both andrew decker and myself directly um, there. It's texascrimdefense.com. 
texascrimdefense.com. We have a Facebook group that Andrew has put together and runs. Um, so if you want to contact us there, you can. Andrew and Andrew on Texas Criminal Defense. Send us an email. Uh, if you have any questions about how uh, about your local jurisdictions, um, emergency declaration, whatever you need from us, we're happy to help. And right now, we currently have time to do some research and and uh, maybe maybe help you out on a case or, or whatever you know whatever your issue is. As always, guys, uh, we will see you on April fifteenth. These episodes typically drop on the first and fifteenth of each month. Exactly. So, until then, please. Be safe. Wash your hands. For Andrew Harris, I'm Andrew Decker. We'll see y'all later.